0: (laughs) he's a big one welcome in to just a tip a fantasy football podcast just some tip influencers for fantasy football just giving you our fantasy football knowledge because we are balls deep in it (laughs) so we're just giving you just a tip because that's all we have time for We do not get paid for this, and we cannot invest that much into it. Plus, we are missing the Thursday night game of the Vikings versus Pittsburgh Steelers. So December 9th, 2021 is when we're recording. Ryan, are you having luck so far this game?
1: Yeah, I got Justin Jefferson in a few leagues. Five catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown.
0: Very good, very good. I love that guy. He should have been rookie of the year last year.
1: Oh, update! Oh. Dalvin Cook, 117 oh. yards and a oh, touchdown. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. I, oh, jeez. T- the screen's off. <laughs> I to Can't even see <laughs> Mac anymore. What happened? That was great. I have my favorite stack in all my leagues. is my dynasty league with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. I don't even good want the you. QB wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry, Regan. Are you not having a good night?
2: No, I did not watch. Or look at the game yet because I'm dedicated to my craft. (sighs) I'm working on the docket while you guys two just, (laughs) just, you know, stroke each other's egos.
0: Mm. Speaking of stroking. uh,
2: This could go too Are you guys?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, is your blood pressure okay going into week 14? We got the NFC starts and sits. Uh, We want to help the takers out there. We could ease them. Don't stroke too hard when you're getting into these lineups. But if you guys could, we're in the Christmas spirit, I think. But if you could describe your season Christmas cookie format, what cookie would you call your season? What cookie would you be, Regan?
2: A main cookie (laughs) for... Wait, is gingerbread a cookie?
0: Oh, my God. It's a bread. (laughs) It's named bread. (laughs) It's still a cookie. An animal cracker is a cookie, but it's called a cracker. It's it's weird. Just saying. Was was a joke. <laughs> I'm it's, just that good, I'm so i be gingerbread. It. It's
2: the only one that's there.
0: All right. All right. Is there another
2: holiday cookie, like
0: Snickerdoodle or something? It's, like Christmas? Yeah, it's kind of a year-round one, but you can do that, sure.
2: How many cookies do
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, how many special Christmas cookies <laughs> yeah. do
0: you have? Well, you got, Santa you got the snowball ones. Those are like uh, doughy with white, white powdered sugar and macadamia nuts in them. Uh, you could do the no-bake cookies. Those ones are good. That's not yeah. even a cookie. It's a cookie. It's just you don't bake it. You don't bake it. (laughs) You don't have to bake cookies.
2: Oh, my God. My mom always said (laughs) I can't just eat the dough. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes, you can. She lied. She was keeping it for herself. Uh. Anyway, stupid question. We'll get into the NFC Week 14 matchups. You want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Just a Tip, FFP, and hit us up if you need Any start-sitting advice, sits and starts, would-you-rathers, what your favorite cookie is, feel free to hit us up and uh, share with us. Uh, Just a reminder, Patriots, Dolphins, Colts, and Eagles are on a bye week. Uh, Ryan, we covered the news last episode in our AFC one, and we're recording back-to-back so you can go back and listen to it, but is there anything new in your briefs?
1: Any Anything new in my brief? Yeah, like
0: the past 30 minutes, no.
1: Mm, Not that I can recall. You got anything? (laughs)
2: Negatory news is dead right now.
1: All right. Beautiful. It's like there's
2: an NFL game on and no one's paying attention.
0: Exactly. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Well, we'll get into the matchups there. I was trying to kill some time for some.
1: We could probably edit that one out.
2: (laughs) So we could be talking about.
1: Uh, Here on ESPN
2: ESPN. <laughs> you have the show. same reaction every time. <laughs> I was, was going to say, we could be talking about the Pats game.
0: Okay. I have not talked to you guys since that glorious, windy game in Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo the Bills B- versus the <laughs> Patriots. What did you guys think? Regan? Uh,
2: Amazing. Mm. I actually played basketball that day, recorded it, yelled at several people because they said something about the game, threatened a few people as well, uh, and made it home, and I only knew one play that happened. That was the big play by Damian Harris. Mm. Uh, wow, what a run. If they had him for the whole game, game would, wouldn't even have been as close as it was. Also, to kill Harry sucks.
1: <laughs> that basically sums up the game, I think. There you go. <laughs> no.
0: What about Jonu Smith's catch? I'm not really. It amazing. I'm not really talking about what's on the field, but the coaching duel, the outsmarting, mm-hmm. not playing the wind. Sean McDermott, I think he's being exposed as a fraud. He just had the talent, and he's not really. I just thought that that matchup between the coaching decision. And, like, staring at him during the last few minutes and, like, is he calling a timeout? Nope. Nope. You got to get in the red zone and you're going against the wind like an idiot. You didn't play for the, the weather factor, so... Ryan, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Man, that was like that game, all I could think about was my Madden strategy to a mm. T, which is waste the clock, waste the clock, waste the clock, play good defense, throw short passes, mm-hmm. and that's it. Thirty straight runs. Wait, you said I was sh- like thirty straight <laughs> runs in an NFL game? What's is like nineteen forty five? It was it was beautiful.
2: You said throw short passes. I don't think that happened at all.
1: <laughs> Three times it did. <laughs>
2: I actually feel like the
0: Bills should have thrown more. I think the run plays were a waste besides Josh Allen running. Yeah, but that's they built their team to beat the Chiefs, and that's what they're hoping for in the playoffs if they make it. But they got the Bucs this week. I'm not too sure. We'll get into it. Bucs, then Pats. And then the Pats again.
1: The Miami Dolphins could be tied with the Buffalo Bills two weeks from Sunday. Or one week from Sunday.
0: Well, if they—that's a possibility. No, That's legit. I mean, if they lose this week against the Bucs, then yeah, they will be tied. I think Miami's only one game behind them, right?
2: Yeah, they have a yeah, there are
1: one, be
0: more one loss game. Now. Oh, okay, one more they're
1: loss. No, oh yeah, they're on the bye though now. So yeah, then Miami would have the Jets the following mm-hmm. week, and the Bills would have the Pats. They could be sitting at seven and seven.
0: Yeah, so Miami would really be rooting for the Patriots to to win. I, I yeah, guess. At that point. I guess, yeah.
2: And then imagine Patriots just let Miami win so Buffalo doesn't get any at all.
0: I can't imagine Bill doing that, but what a, I wouldn't mind it because I'll be at the game. So be nice to see a win.
2: Awesome.
0: <laughs> I forget where we were, but I think I already played the drop. But since Regan loves it so much, <laughs> I'll do it again. Here on yes. ESPN 8, oh. The Ojo. See that sound it has your awe uh, in it too. <laughs> uh, anyway, Cowboys eight and four at Washington six and six one o'clock game over under is forty eight. Washington is the underdog by four points. Look at that. Kind of surprised because they've been they're on like a four game winning streak. Uh, but we'll see, Cowboys. Well, you're starting Dak Prescott. Starting C.D. Lamb, obviously. Amari Cooper, good news. He's coming back and apparently has no limitations because their genius coach was just like, I don't see why not. It's like, well, he did last week, so that's the question. Is he okay to go or not? Jesus, answer the freaking question, McCarthy. <laughs> Bad news. Gallup. He will be going back to being insignificant, inconsequential for your fantasy team. So uh, he's definitely a sit if Amari Cooper's back in full. But in Dynasty, I would definitely trade for him. He's either moving on to a different team next season, and he's been showcasing that he could be their number one wide receiver. He has the talent, and he's just overshadowed. So uh, I would do that, or... If Amari Cooper moves on to a different team and they want to keep the younger receivers with C.D. Lamb and Gallup, either way, I think it's a win-win. If he moves on, or if he stays, so just a little little side note there. Ezekiel Elliott, he will lie to you and say that you don't look fat in those pants, but then he also lie to you and say that he isn't hurt. But well, we really know what the truth is, and Zeke's hurt. He's not explosive anymore. But he's still decent enough to be a running back, too, so you're going to start him. Uh, But do you guys think Tony Pollard being out as a possibility? It's not confirmed yet, but I'm leaning towards that he'll be out. Uh, He's definitely going to be a game-time decision. Do you think that's going to help Zeke or hurt him?
2: I think it's definitely going to help him just by workload. But his output, I don't think, is going to be any better than normal, really. Well... Obviously, it's going to be up a little bit just because of the workload, but he's not going to have some crazy game. I think uh, the change of pace really helped him.
0: I think so, too. I think it would open up
1: the holes more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Are you going to be able to depend on Zeke taking over the whole workload? Is he going to be able to do that at the, at this stage? I don't know. I'm playing he on it is. You got to play him, of course. He's running back, like, five this year, but he I don't think he's a 25 carry being there every play. Like, they still might try to use uh, Clement there. Pollard doesn't mm-hmm. go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to get talk about him later. Yeah, he's running back seven in PPR formats right now. It's just... He's just been declining ever since their bye week,
2: so... Corey Coleman is the third running back. By the way, don't know if that matters to you at all. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Ryan! Did he just join
0: the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking
2: That's, about? That. <laughs> Sorry, I was searching it, so I was zoning out. I was like, I have no idea who the third guy is. Uh, yeah,
0: he had a he had a little stint in Philadelphia, if I remember correctly. He's got some talent. Definitely not somebody you're gonna want to depend on. In fantasy or in real life. But we'll see. Uh, Dalton Schultz, number five tight end on the season. Uh, He did have some more boom performances, though, towards the beginning of the season. And he hasn't really been out of the top 12 since week 10. Uh, So he's definitely been more the consistent of those low-end tight end ones. Uh, So you can start him. I actually think it would be a better play with Amari Cooper there, opening up the field for him. So uh, I'm hoping that anyway with him back. But that's about it. Now you got to start sitting Gallup, sitting Pollard. Uh, you guys got anything for Dallas?
2: Probably just Dalton Schultz. I think you're right about Amari Cooper being in there. It's That's the only difference that's, uh we've seen where Dalton Schultz has kind of fallen off a little bit compared to, the only difference is Amari Cooper being on the field, so mm. I only see him getting better with him on there. I
0: hope so. I hope so. Uh, for Washington, I mean, you can stream Taylor Haneke. I, I, I th- So Washington, their defense has been playing better. They've been playing in some close games, so we'll see. I hope Dallas goes off and that Haneke, in turn, has to keep up with them. Problem is their strategy is that they're – the running Antonio Gibson, his workload has gone up tremendously. Uh, we had a bit of a scare with his injuries, so we were like, do we trade him, do we not? But he might he might be that one of those league winners for you if he's getting 20-plus carries each game. Uh, J.D. McKissick, he looks to be limited all week, and he's questionable for Sunday. I would still rather sit him... Uh, Let's say your choices are the Houston running backs, the Brownies there, and then the Oatmeal Cookies and New York Jets. Like I just I guess you can play JD McKissick, but I'd rather not. And even without him anyway. So I think you should be good. Terry McLaurin, I think this is a get right game for him. Uh he's been disappointing. Uh not what you drafted him for uh he's unfortunately had five bus games he's had four boom games and then a couple games to 10 to 12 points in there uh so bus games in like single digits and then he's had games over 20 points uh the boom games there uh i did receive this uh start sit question guys so i'm curious on your opinions sit one of these guys Terry McLaurin, hunter renfro tyler lockett or van jefferson He's projected to lose by a good margin, so I actually told him to sit McLaurin. PPR. McLaurin's
1: Lockett. Mm.
0: Sitting Lockett, huh?
1: I would sit McLaurin as well, just based off of recent performances.
0: I'd rather have the consistency of Renfro in there. I'd rather have the more of the boom yep. of Lockett, who's actually been oh, kind of consistent, yeah. and Van Jefferson uh, with his matchup.
2: You did say he was down a lot, so that does make sense.
1: Yeah, Jefferson has also been fairly consistent over the last four weeks or so. 16 points, 18 points, Mm -hmm. 8, 7, 11, 14. So four out of the last six weeks over 11 points.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we'll get into it more uh, with the, the matchup breakdown with the Rams. But sneak peek, the wide receiver, too, when they go against the Cardinals does better so is that obj or van mm-hmm. jefferson i guess we'll find out this game but i'm willing to take that bet what's that regan
2: yeah just quick note cowboys have let up the fifth most passing yards per game a little lean for heineke i like that right leading into the that's your whole que- why you're questioning terry McLaurin?
0: i'm just questioning like is the passing production going to go to ricky seals jones because they do uh revolve the game around the tight end Red Especially Logan out. Thomas in there, but Logan Thomas is out. Uh, he's on the IR, right? His season's over. Yes, correct. So, and with a high running game strategy that Washington has right now, I'm a little bit nervous on uh, Terry McLaurin being able to go off. And then Heineke, streaming production, I just, I, they might hand off the ball 25, 30 times. So he's That's only going to have. Winning. Twenty exactly. They're trying to make the playoffs, and it's a divisional opponent. If I was if I was playing them, I would be like, "Yeah, I'm running the ball. My defense is going to stop you." So, did
2: you see Washington's schedule?
0: Yeah, they're playing the Eagles twice, Dallas, and Eagles, Dallas, Dallas twice. Eagles. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like,
2: oh, that's so dumb. Mm.
0: This division schedule is always ridiculous towards the uh, end. All right, we spent way too long on that. Who wins?
1: Oh, Dallas. Washington. <laughs>
0: they keep that streak going, huh? Yeah, I oh. I don't believe in Dallas. So I think I'm going to go Washington as well in another nail-biter. So we know Regan will be right. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly,
2: Tony Pollard is the big, biggest question mark here. Mm-hmm. If he can play at all, I think it's Cowboys. I really like Pollard. Oh, I think okay. They really need him to win. So, ain't that good.
0: I almost won Pickham last week, if only Buffalo won. And my so second option, my second option was Patriots with 28 total points, and I would have won that way. So, unfortunately, you, unfortunately you did. You did. Anyway.
1: We got any other NFC games? No,
0: no, that's it.
1: No, that's it. Uh, yeah. All right. Ream, all right next. What's the next matchup? Falcons
2: 5-7 and seven versus the 5-7 and seven Panthers at one. Over-unders 41.5. Carolina Panthers are favored by 2.5. Uh, couldn't be a close game on this one. Atlanta, easy. Cordell Patterson, you're starting. Russell Gage, uh, you can possibly start him as a flex. Uh, I'll start with Cordell Patterson. He's really the only player I feel comfortable going with. The Panthers are second uh, versus the pass, middle of the pack against the run. So I'm guessing most of his work comes in the run game. Russell Gage, on the other hand, he has been averaging about twenty points the past two weeks, so he has been turning it on. He's really have no one. He really has no one. Excuse me to kind of compete with for targets other than Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts is either getting double covered or just not producing. Um, I'm sitting Kyle Pitts this week, guys. Uh, how do you guys feel about that?
0: Bust. Bust, drop him. Yeah. Drop him. Let somebody else play him. Preferably against
2: what? you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, I
1: mean, if only there were experts, you know, before the season that were saying, stay away from Kyle Pitts. I know.
0: I wish I didn't buy into the hype.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I only have him in one league, and it's a keeper league, so that was my whole point. That is a good so, one. Yeah. That's a good yeah. strategy. So. But just keep in mind, he's had, eight, uh, was it? Eight single-digit games out of 12, and two of those games he had, like, crazy games. Yeah. One was versus the Jets. It was, like, just some good games. Only one touchdown on the year? Is that what it is? Yeah. That is gross. Yep. So he's he's, he's had four double-digit games, and two of them have been 12 and 10. So that's really not much. And then he's had two R.I. games that you were, like, looking for a little bit more often, and it hasn't (laughs) happened more than twice. Uh, really nothing uh, much on Atlanta. So Coral Patterson, Russell Gage is a flex. Um, sitting Mike Davis, he got he sold the touchdown the other day. Doesn't mean crap. <laughs> Matt Ryan, I am benching. It was a nice 17-yard run. It really was. <laughs> if he got more of that work, <laughs> you know, I'd play him.
0: Did barely any opportunity, but I have to play him, so.
2: Yeah. Hey, you're just looking for that red zone carry. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he can do it. Um Panthers side, Cam Newton. You know, Atlanta sucks. I'm playing him.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can
2: stream him. Yeah, I honestly, I just dropped him in one league to pick up Julio Jones. So I was fine with that. He was my backup. Uh, DJ Moore, 10 targets uh, last week, over 100 uh, yards. Comfortable starting him. The real question here is Chuba Hubbard or uh, Amir Abdullah, who's the running back to play. I don't know about you guys, but I am leaning toward Abdullah. I think with Cam on the field and Chuba, you know, really being either the goal line back or just the, you know, more carries, he's getting more of the carries in general. uh, I think Cam's really going to eat away at that moving forward, and Amir is really going to be the, you know, passing downs back. He's got six targets last week, and I expect that to continue. And Cam, as we know, like what he did to Damian Harris last year with the Patriots, he destroys him in the red zone. Um, and neither of these guys are even close to Christian McCaffrey and his workload. So I'm just I'm leaning towards Abdullah if I do have to play one of these guys. What do you guys think? Do you uh, Mac, you picking Chuba Chuba or uh, Amir Abdullah this week? Uh, neither. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I really don't want any part of it because it's unpredictable with a new offensive play caller as well and just the Cam Newton factor stealing away the goal line touches. So I probably would go Amir Adula in PPR just for... I mean, if you think that they're going to have to play catch-up, they're going to need Amir to do it. And then their, their schedule going forward is basically the same thing, they're going to be losing, so most likely. Against, <laughs> yeah, post <away>. against Buffalo, <laughs> Tampa Bay, and then New Orleans Championship Week, which they do great against running backs. So I just I don't know if I want any part of the running back field after so this you game. You probably don't even have to roster them. <laughs> yeah, even after after this game, like if you need to play one of them, I, I would probably lean towards Abdullah.
2: Ryan, anything on that?
1: No, I I would agree. I think you go with the PPR points. I like it.
2: Uh, And then Robbie Anderson is the last one I'm going to talk about. I'm I'm sitting him. Six targets. uh, The second – I don't know. I got that wrong. But either way, he sucks. Uh, (laughs) He's only – he scored a touchdown versus Arizona. That was it. Uh, We're going to edit that out.
0: (sighs) You're saying Robbie maybe – I don't know. Going against Tampa, you might need him because they'll be stopping the run. He's he's a stash. I I guess I would do have him as a depth wide receiver if you need him.
2: It's really you want to see what he does this week, though. He did he did one for four last week compared to DJ Moore's ten mm. ten targets. Yeah, you know, on a hundred yard game. So I really want to see a little bit of uh, you know a comparison or a little bit more even even. <laughs> Even it out a little bit.
0: I mean, if you think Finally. about off the field stuff, like I said about new offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Brady was fired, and so new play caller. Are they going to get him more involved, Robbie Anderson? That is because they did pay him that contract, and maybe it came from the top being like, "Hey, this guy's not being used at all. We got to do that. Uh, get rid of this guy." So I don't know. Just just a theory. Stash him. Stash and see. Or just keep a, keep an eye out on the waiver wire.
2: Right. All right, who's winning, Ryan?
1: Ooh, this is a uh, tough one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I don't feel good about it, though.
2: I feel exactly the same way, and I'm also picking the Panthers.
0: All right. Uh, I'll go with Atlanta. I don't feel good either
2: way. <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> all righty ryan let's jump into the next big game
1: all right so we have the buffalo bills seven and four the tampa bay buccaneers nine and three four 25 star over under is 53 and a half and the bucks are favored by three i have five very quick points for you guys in this game one is give the ball to leonard fournette 50 times and you will win <laughs> number two Here's a projection for you. Brady throws with his left hand only. Oh, he goes God. one for two with five yards and a touchdown. And the Bucks pull off the victory. I hate this kid. <laughs> On a more serious note, uh, be- better weather. Uh, Bills are going to be seeking some revenge after last week's loss. Uh, and I think Allen and Diggs go off this week. Um, so, as usual, you're going to play them, but I think you can just you can feel good about it. Uh, especially against this Buck secondary, don't play Sanders, don't play Beasley, and don't play Singletary. I think it's pretty clear at this point. Uh, some those guys have had some booms game, boom games earlier in the year, and uh, have not as of late. So stick away from them. And Knox, you can't count last week. You just you just got to dismiss it all entirely. Um, the guy's been. Uh, uh, consistent tight end one throughout the entire season when healthy uh, play him. feel good about it he's probably going to get you double digits and there's a good chance he gets you even more than that um, outside of that you're playing the regulars you're playing your Chris Godwin your Mike Evans Gronk has been an absolute stud when on the field uh, just a, a version of his old self there um, and for the bills outside of Allen Diggs and Knox I'm sticking away from Brita, staying away from. Uh, I mean, Zach Moss likely going to be a healthy scratch, but <laughs> yeah, sticking away from everybody else.
2: Like, do we like Breida going forward as the number one still? I know it's. I'm not too happy about it, anyways. But do you think he is the number one?
1: Uh, I, I I I'm not sure. I think it probably flip flops between him and Singletary. Uh, and to be Atlanta honest, I don't. I don't really yeah. want either of them.
2: Okay. I just, I just yeah. thinking of uh, the game versus Atlanta, so I do. I think I like Singletary, but I gotta see what they really do with Moss. If they really just keep scratching at him <laughs> for no reason,
1: right? All right, who do we got in this one?
2: I'm going Bucks, Bucks,
1: Bucks. Yeah, wishful thinking, <laughs> but realistic at the same time.
0: It is very realistic.
1: All right, Mac, take us into the next one.
0: Uh next one Chicago Bears four and eight at Green Bay Packers nine and three Sunday night game. <sighs> Green Bay's favored by twelve and a half points. Why is this the Sunday night game? This is gonna be a blowout. <laughs> uh the Bills and Bucks one should be, but I don't know. Anyway, uh over under forty three points. The Bears, real simple. Darnell Mooney, you're starting them know he had a rough game last week, but I was trying to explain. Arizona Cardinals, they shut out the number one. Bad, a little bit windy, a little bit rain. Uh, you probably should have benched him uh, unless you were in a tough spot. You had to start him. And then uh, David Montgomery, uh, he is tending to a trio of injuries, is what I was reading so it's like shoulder, groin, and calf or hamstring, something or other. He's all messed up. Uh, poor guy. He, they're they're overworking him. So I did pick up Khalil Herbert when I was reading the news that he was held out of practice last uh, yesterday. But and with dealing with these injuries, you never know. Uh, especially if you have uh, Monty, you probably want to handcuff him. Uh, Darnell Mooney, I said, back in your lineup. Uh, Justin Fields is back as the starter. So, guys, over under on how many sacks Green Bay will have. Four and a (laughs) half. I'm taking the over. Any takers on this?
2: I'll take the under at
0: four. (laughs) Four, right at four. (laughs) All right. Guess it was a good line to set. Uh, There have been three other QBs to be sacked more than him. Uh, fields has 31 sacks has been sacked 31 rather uh can you guys name two out of the other three <laughs> without cheating ryan oh,
1: trevor lawrence
0: <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. What? nope wow
1: uh
0: not a rookie i'll give you
1: a hint not a rookie Oh, interesting crap. interesting I might need a minute. Let's come back. Let's come back to it. We'll keep on going. <laughs> oh,
0: I really don't have much more material than that because it was the Bears. But all okay. right, share, share, <laughs> no. share. Uh, Sitting, Joe sitting, Burrow Joe Burrow's one of them.
1: Okay. Yes, I got one. Oh, man. Jared Goff.
2: Jared Goff. No,
0: close. He actually Lights has a decent time here. Yeah. Jared Goff is one behind. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields actually.
1: We were close.
0: Uh, Penny Sewell is actually getting held for a lot of holding penalties, <laughs> so he's not giving up the sacks, but he's, he's holding not giving a up line. those sacks. Yeah, whatever. What <laughs> the rest of the line is, but anyway, Allen Robinson possibly making a comeback, but you're not you're not starting him. You're not even rostering him. Anybody want to take a shot at Mister Uno? <laughs> I, No, no, right? Didn't listen to the. (laughs) I did, yes. (laughs) Jimmy Graham, he's good for one play. It'll be a touchdown. Uh, So if you just need a seven-point play, (laughs) put in Jimmy Graham. Uh, The other quarterbacks ahead of Justin Fields is Ryan Tannehill with 33 and Lamar Jackson,
1: 37. Hmm.
0: If you remember, Miami sacked him probably like six times, I think, that Thursday night game, and then Cleveland did as well. Uh, so, yeah, he boosted his numbers up real good. Other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Hopefully he's back full, healthy uh, after the bye week. I'm surprised that they – it seemed so long ago, two weeks ago, when he came back from injury and they started him for a little bit. But that seems forever ago. Um. But are we are we starting AJ Dillon, even when Aaron Jones plays, he averaged uh nineteen points per game than the last four games. Uh but they did have Jones play a little bit, like I just said, before the bye, and that was mostly when Aaron Jones was out. Uh I I think you could flex him. Or as Aaron a Jones back is to... only
1: out completely for one game.
0: Right. AJ Dillon down has for trending. Right. He, he went down yes. early, right? He had like forty six percent snaps and then and then he came in to fill in and boy did he fill in nicely.
1: He yes he did, <laughs> but his usage oh, ha, has been has been going up since week eight with or without Aaron Jones. So Right. Yeah, I'm ok. I'm okay, especially this week when you're low on running backs, AJ Dillon. hmm I'm okay with it. I'm doing it.
0: I mean i have to play him against the rams he only had 51 snap percentage but he had 20 attempts 69 yards nice five receptions for 20 (laughs) yards so uh yeah it's uh i think he's a good play uh marquez valdez scantling uh i am flexing him i think we were talking about this last episode uh i was gonna get into this uh Even if you're not desperate, I'm still willing to play him. His targets have been going up in the last two games. So like A.J. Dillon, he's trending in the right direction. Lazard, I'm I'm interested, but I'm not going to pick him up. Uh, But the playoff schedule is what I'm focusing on. Baltimore week five, their DBs are hurt, and they're letting up big plays. So that's Marquez Valdez-Scantling's type of game. And then uh, Minnesota in Week 17, not so much tonight, uh, but they, they let up, let they let the Lions pass all over them. So I I think you can find some value with uh, MVS uh, in your playoff run there. Uh, you guys interested at all or no?
1: Not a bad play. He's always he's always been a boomer bust to me. I don't love it, but if you have to, you could do it.
0: Yeah. I picked him up in case Elijah Moore can't go. So that's mm-hmm. like my type of level. Uh would you start him or Brandon
1: Ayuk? Ayuk. Without Debo Ayuk. With right. with Debo Ayuk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, Robbie Anderson or M V S.
1: Uh see that I might go M V S there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got you.
2: I like M V S over Ayuk.
0: Okay. Interesting. So you are sitting the tight ends. Uh, and we don't even need to say it. Regan, our final matchup. Ho 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 ho. <laughs>
2: all right, boys. <laughs> is, that, Ain't more Rams. is that your Santa
0: pressure? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to go for that. <laughs> but you
2: know, we're all feeling jolly. I like it. So we got the eight and four Rams playing the ten and two Cardinals. Monday night, guys. 8 15 game. Uh latest odds for the over-under is 51. And Arizona Cardinals are favored by 2.5. Uh, this is gonna be a good game. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, two of my favorite teams uh as of late. Matthew Stafford, obviously my boy. Uh QB five of the season, guys. They already have played, these teams have already played. Um, so their first matchup of the season, Matthew Staff had a modest 23 points, 280 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Not a bad game. Um, and uh, looking, looking up, uh, you know, OBJ, Van Jefferson, they're really starting to, like, mesh uh, into the offense. And uh, I definitely see some, you know, I see a possibility of an uptick in points for Stafford just because of the weapons, um, even though, you know, Woods is out for the remainder of the season. Uh, the Cardinals are a little more susceptible to the run game. Uh, so I, I do expect either Henderson or Sony uh, to have a decent game. Henderson is questionable. Sony obviously had a great game last week. Um, if Henderson is out, must play Sony Michelle. Uh, I am playing Henderson. If they are going to bring him back, I think they're, you know, obviously not going to set him up for failure. Uh, so if he has a questionable tag and, They're leaning to no, just grab Sony. I found him actually in a couple leagues. People thinking Henderson's coming back. Uh, They are allowing 110 rushing yards a game. Um, The Cardinals are. So, on the flip side, uh, they do tend to lock down the number one receiver. uh, Cooper Cup, 64 yards the last matchup. Only five receptions. Nothing like what we normally see for Cooper Cup. So, a little different. On the other hand, Van Jefferson, I think it was 6-for-6, to be honest, and he had 99 yards or something like that in a touchdown. I think I wrote it wrong. But he was 6-for-6, I'm positive. Talking about last game? Uh, His uh, game versus Arizona. Oh, his game versus Arizona. Yeah, so I'm just comparing, you know.
0: Yep, 6-for-6, 90 yards, and a touchdown.
2: 90 yards. Ah, thank you, my friend. So 6-for-6, 90 yards, and a touchdown definitely was the more productive wide receiver that game. Um, I honestly think I don't. I want to get your opinion, guys. Ryan, uh, maybe you can answer it. I think it's okay to play all three of these wide receivers this game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I think they're going to have to keep up with the Cardinals. So I'm, I'm Van Jefferson. I have him as a low, fle- you know, like a low mm-hmm. flex. But I, I I have him in a couple, and he he's saved me the past couple weeks. He's been doing pretty good as of late. So well, I guess what's your thought on OBJ? Because they are obviously not uh, benching Cooper Cup.
1: I mean, back-to-back games with a touchdown. I know he didn't have a lot of receptions and yards last week, but uh, if he's the red-zone target, I mean, this could—he could be kind of used like a poor man's Mike Evans. Uh, so you might see a little hmm. bit of boomer bust play, but with a bit more consistency.
2: Yeah, three catches, eighty yards, and a touchdown. Something, something like, like that. that. Yep, <laughs> yeah. yep, exactly. Already, Mac, you agree? You playing all three of these wide receivers?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they need to. They need to score points and divisional game. Rams are uh, they're stopping their skid facing the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. So I'm, I look for them to keep it rolling.
2: How do you feel about Stafford? Because people are shying away from him. It's QB five of the year. He already had a productive game versus Arizona, and uh, we're getting into uh, the real nitty gritty right here. So they need to win. I mean,
1: it's really only had two bad games all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the, you gonna- there's really only like seven other quarterbacks you would start over him.
2: In general, and they're all rostered, and you probably don't have both.
0: Exactly. So you're not gonna yeah. take Simple a streamer enough. and start him over him.
2: Yeah. Uh, I guess the one I would say is like, would you play Taysom Hill over him? I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't because of his hand. That's the only reason why I wouldn't play Taysom Hill over him.
0: Yeah, they they say his hands okay, uh, and he's not being tagged with questionable. So in the way he runs, I don't. I I it's wouldn't. Tough. I wouldn't.
2: I think. I, I but that's th- a good line. Like,
0: uh, that's a good line. Makes you pause. Right. Hill's
2: floor is definitely uh, higher uh, compared to Stafford. But Stafford, I think, can uh, outscore him in general. Uh, only sits for the Rams. I'm sitting Tyler Higby. just not what we wanted. Um, Arizona side guys, obviously, yes. <laughs> Kyle Murray must start. I uh, don't even know why I have to say that. D as well. De- uh, Deandre Hopkins, you're playing him. Uh, but we do have to consider their last game. He only, he only went four for seven, 67 yards. That's it. So they did try to lock him down as well and did so. Uh, I would be worried as well because he is still coming off the injury. Last week was his first week back. I think he's still kind of easing his way into things. So I'm I'm honestly expecting a line about the same 4 for 7, 67 yards. I could probably see the same, but uh, his possibility is ceiling. You're, you're starting him no matter what. The Rams are only allowing 230 passing yards a game. And although that might not mean much to Kyle Murray just because obviously he's a rushing quarterback, Um, I think players like Zach Ertz, uh, Christian Kirk might be uh, all right plays uh, this week. I hope so. Uh, Zach Ertz is dealing with a shoulder injury. I actually got that news today, uh, so keep an eye on that. Um, And then also Chase Edmonds, guys. He is back. This is the biggest question. Uh, For this team, who is going to be the RB one? How is this dynamic going to work? Who's where's the workload uh, workload going to play out, or how is it going to play out? On my end, I don't know about you guys. I think James Conner has established his dominance, and he has won the starting job. Uh, Don't get me wrong; Chase Edmonds is definitely going to have a giant part on this team. He's definitely not going to be cut out. He's going to be, you know, very much used. Where I think uh, with him there, I think. James Conner is going to be getting more passes than he was when uh, Chase Edmonds was there, including the goal line uh, rushes he's always been getting. He does carry the ball way more than Chase Edmonds. Just Chase Edmonds was just doing more work in the run, uh, in the pass game. Excuse me, in uh, doing a lot with it. This week, I'm absolutely fine playing James Conner and not expecting anything from Chase Edmonds to really take it away. It's his first game back from injury. Uh, I, I, I do want to see how it goes though. The playoffs could be a little bit more sketchier if they really do end up uh, splitting. But I really I've been playing James Conner all year with Chase Edmonds on the team, and I am will continue to do so. I I don't know. I just love James Conner. I think he. If I'm gonna be personally upset if they take away from him uh, the starting role because he he's he's proved it. He's been a absolute beast. And I just love his backstory. So, uh, do note that uh, the Rams are seventh best against the run, only allowing about a hundred rushing yards, and now they have two run, uh, running backs to kind of split that. So, uh, I really just lean on James Conner getting one to two touchdowns as usual. Uh, usually averages that. I think he <laughs> averages like one point one and a half a game, <laughs> one point seven five. Yeah, so. It's
0: ridiculous. He has four games with. Uh, Two rushing touchdowns in each one. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. They're going to keep James Conner in as their one and slowly work Edmonds back in. They, they're they also looking to real-life playoffs as well, so they want to keep them healthy. Uh, but, yeah, uh, definitely a smash play, then Detroit coming up too. so
2: Maybe we, first week of the playoffs. Yep, you're going to love that. Oh man, Kyle Murray I'm so pumped. (laughs) Love that. Uh, how do you guys feel about Christian Kirk? I'm not playing him. I am actually sending him, even though I mentioned that he could have a decent game, uh, just with the lockdown of D hop, not lockdown, but their attempt to do so. So and Zach Ertz also dealing with a shoulder injury. So I don't know how, how he's going to pan out for the game. You know, they have AJ green, uh, I'm all set with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, going th- Yeah, his I'm, upside,
0: I'm his upside's is not that great.
2: Uh, so I, I rather not. And what about Chase Edmonds? Do you guys play him with his first week back? You've been dealing with, uh, dealing without him for a little while. So hopefully you have already gotten something.
1: I think you, you probably, you probably could. Um, you know he's still going to be used in the passing game. Uh, if you look back to. Earlier in the year, uh, only less than four targets once. Uh, only less than three receptions once. So you're going to get something out of them, I think. You know, pro- probably high, high floor, low ceiling. Like, you know, we're talking 8 to 12 points.
2: Uh, yeah, I picture that as well. Good call. All right, anything else on this, guys? This is going to be a good game right here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it should be. Um, no, no, I think that that pretty much covers it. Just the usual guys that you're gonna want to start. I'm a wait and see on Chase Edmonds. I, I really don't want to yeah. start him.
2: And also Daryl Henderson. Both are wait and sees. It,
0: that one's interesting too because the Rams they usually do, they don't do a committee like the Cardinals would, and split. They go with one and Sony Michelle. Uh, made Sean McVay smile and smiling in a while, so uh i I don't know I can see Sony Michelle getting more of the workload
2: baby, I might have to take that uh I saw him on a waiver wire and he was somebody had just dropped him, so I had to put a waiver claim in, so I haven't got him yet, so we'll see what happens uh biggest question though boys, who wins? I don't. I want to lean Rams, but I don't think I
1: could pick against the Cardinals. I picked the Rams. It could change. Uh, But right now I have the Rams.
0: I'm going with Cardinals.
2: At home, Cardinals, Monday night. It is favoring them. I just think the Rams really need this win. or They want to keep it going. They want to establish their dominance.
0: Oh, they need it, it too. They need it. So... Uh. Three game, three losing games in a row. Uh, not good.
2: Only beat Jacksonville in the fourth.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you go on a three-game losing streak, you, you put yourself in a bad spot this late in the year. Well, thank you very much, guys, for all those tips. A uh, lot to fit in. A lot to fit in for this <laughs> week. Uh, so we apologize if we went on a little bit. But it's stuff you got to think about. Uh, plenty of scenarios to be played out in Week 14. So good luck. If you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. Just a tip: FFP. You guys have anything for the leftovers? Uh,
2: just podcast related. Uh, like I said uh, a second ago, let's make a uh, or look for a little premature tippage from uh, your boys and uh, some guys that you could pick up. For the playoffs, um, as well as looking and making sure you hit us uh, up on the our Thursday podcast as well with some huge ads that you are definitely going to need for this playoff run. This is a this is a different year. This is a uh, pretty intense. So a couple deep dives, a little bit more than the tip, mm-hmm. or just
1: a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get it- interesting. <laughs>
2: Just a plethora, of just throwing coming. At <laughs>
0: Whatever you. you're into, Regan, it's fine.
1: Hey, it's for the people. Uh, it is. <laughs> get ready for your Taysom Hill, Taylor heineke championships. Uh, maybe that kind of year. I have I have them a lot. In Cam my Newton, maybe thrown in there. Sprinkle <laughs> him in.
0: Trevor Lawrence. Oh, gross. You disgust me. Have that. you heard? You've heard my explanation on it, right?
2: Oh you heard about
0: the bird? <laughs> the bird is the...
1: <laughs> Real quick, hit hit us, Mac. Hit us with the explanation.
0: All right, so week 14, Tennessee. Week 15, Houston. Week 16, Jets. I Ooh. think he's going to be a smash play in that Houston and Jets game. I don't know. I just have a feeling. And he might win some people some weeks if you're daring enough. Or desperate enough, depending Please how stop. you look at it. <laughs> uh, But oh, DFS yeah. for sure.
1: Oh Hey, listen. Uh, last time against Houston, 28 points. Last time against t- Tennessee, 25 points.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for All completing. Right. Uh, circling my tip there. Thank you. I circled uh, it around. I, was, All right. I put it halfway there for you, and you, you finish it off nicely. Thank you.
1: It must run to the family. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Wow. We got so far in that episode. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Uh, Dalvin Cook going off, guys. was tilting hard today. He has 27 points for me right now. 153 yards and two touchdowns.
2: With one shoulder.
0: And I'm two points out of winning like 150 bucks in DFS with him as my captain so as long as chase claypole picks it up you're we'll we'll go yeah
1: excellent all right good luck
0: everybody good Good luck
1: guys well Dak, here's the deal i'm the best there is plain and simple i mean i wake up in the morning i piss excellence